1: W.
2: J. B. R. Internet radio for the inquisitive mind and a sophisticated ear. Still in the basement, no longer alone, with my homegirl, Terez on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see, that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show. with your are to Yeah lunch in the basement with Javon to rest Yeah. And who We got today or what we're doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! I
3: mm-hmm.
2: love you
1: all so much.
2: Just no, no,
4: no. like a spark. see you now. I know, and thank God. That's generally the response we get from everybody, but we keep it clean.
1: In and the water in the My baby.
2: day.
4: What is happening?
2: I I, think... I, I, I don't know. I just,
4: don't know. <laughs> just reading stuff in the news and just just mania all around. What is happening this Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I was there, you know, every new year you hope for a fresh start, a reset, a a You know, beginning, but that you know, the devil is an absolute liar,
2: a loud one too.
4: Oh yeah, he's a disrespectful liar. You know, Um, and we, 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 you know, I I love humping on a Wednesday. Okay, know what? (laughs) Okay, pop, humping on a Wednesday it
2: is. There you go. That's it, pop. I'm just trying to hump on, my brother.
4: We got Mother Nature. I, yeah, did
2: you hear anything about this nor'easter?
4: That's supposed to be dumping. Uh...
2: No. When? What?
4: Allegedly.
2: Allegedly.
4: Well, they say it's coming up the um, the uh up eastern up the turn
2: up the turnpike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, literally,
4: actually, that's what I read. It's following the eastern um
2: corridor. When when is this supposed to allegedly occur?
4: They say Friday and Saturday. Um but Friday you know I'm Saturday. With... Allegedly.
2: Hey, Miss night?
4: No. Mhm.
2: So it's gonna wait until Friday night? <laughs> Shit.
4: This is what they say. You know, it's it's very interesting. Um, it all is just very interesting. Like Nor'east isn't carrying on.
2: You know what? Yeah. Uh, I've been having a... Uh, Uh, a a couple of really nice weeks of work, even though for a couple of those weeks I I wasn't really feeling well, but due to some policies and because – see, this is is the thing. You show that you have some kind of concern about me and my comfort level or – something like that, and I got you, and that includes my job, right? So during this season of disease and confusion, there are new policies, some policies set up so that, you know, if you're recovering from certain things or, you know, if you've been exposed to this or you're feeling like that, you know, you can you can work remotely, but, you know, for the most part, come to work. But you know, I wasn't feeling well and had some stuff going on and I was able to work remote. So I worked. I I mean, sometimes you're not feeling well and you don't want to work. But I felt well enough to work. I just didn't feel well enough to go into the office. And I, I did what I had to do and it was good. And so when I went into when I went back into the office I felt good, you know, like y'all work with me, I'll work with you. You know, you know me, I'm on the countdown anyway, so I'm like we got we got a few more years together. We could work this out. Me and my domestic violence batter battered woman syndrome ass, right? They don't change. They don't change. They don't change. A batterer is a batterer. Batterers. Well, yeah. <clears throat> well that's that's yeah. Unless they have some kind of reason, like, um, a motivation to change. And if they don't have a motivation to change, they don't change. And and all
4: employers need to understand that this is not status quo. You know, this is not status quo. You know, so if you're not kinder to your staff, if you are not making necessary provisions and adjustments, you know, or reasonable accommodations, for your staff, it's then you don't diff-
2: deserve them. It's a different time. It's a different time. People are not as in need of, you know, the 9-5 the to five as they once were. And so- I, don't know if, I, I challenge
4: that need. I don't know. I think that conditions were um, very bad before in the corporate structure. Let's mm-hmm. just keep it gully. Okay. The corporate structure has never been kind to work and particularly in the American soil. Mm-hmm. We don't know things
2: like you go other po- anyway. Well, the American corporate yeah. structure. And and been- and I, I I misspoke. People need their jobs. That's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying that people don't need work or people don't need you know, I actually I find that going in occasionally is good for my spirit energy to go out to work. It's good for me. Um, when it's good for me, <laughs> when it's not, it's just not, you know? But, yeah, but people people should, actually, I think, Therese, that this is a, a time in our being that we should all be more kind whether it's corporate America or not, whether it's just two people in the street. People are just mean and nasty. Talking about Gully. This- There's a lot going on, man. It's a
4: lot of unsatisfying. It, listen, folks cannot eat. This government has screwed us over royally. The pro- gas prices are too high. The food is too high. People cannot eat. There's this virus taking people by storm. It's it's crazy. And it's and people already prior to on edge, you know, um, and barely making it. And it is swept. We've had a lot of death. We've had a lot of stuff going on around us and um, you know, and it is what it is. And I'm, you know, and when you look at people like Mitch the bitch, um, you know, he's oblivious to a lot of things because he just has the, the. Uh... <laughs> Unbelievable. And then for those of i got to speak um, to those that are not in this country that do follow the show. Um, we're ta- I was talking about Mitch McConnell. Um she is um uh, Yeah,
2: oh yeah, that's right. Um African Americans vote as much as Americans do.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um it, it, it makes no it makes no sense. And you know, and it's like looping the same old conversations, it just gets exhausting. It really does. On every level, you know. Yep on yep. every level. Yep, yep, yep. Every level. So
2: it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot.
4: So, what can we counteract it with? What can we put in its place? What are things that can help people out in these stressful times? What are things that we can recommend, you know, folks do? What can we um, charge ourselves with the responsibility of doing? Yes, hashtag Mitch the bitch. Yes, he is. Um, and we know we know certain minds that um that govern and even and even our democratic leadership from Kentucky, who shall remain nameless um is is it's just garbage and and honestly, I just don't have much faith in anyone um setting this this corporation called America up
3: mm-hmm.
4: yep. so the things that are let's just talk about the things that are in that you are in control of,
2: yes.
4: You know, yeah. Because it just it doesn't make sense. Um, you know, you're powerless over certain things except for your vote and your right to do that.
0: Absolutely. And
4: just that they are going to work that piece out. Um, is there anything else we can do about that piece other than, I don't know, because I think that that should have been priority number one coming out the gate. But because so many other
2: things were immediate, mm-hmm. how do we? How do we? What do we do? I think right now, um. And that's a great question. Um, I feel like um, what's her name, Pam Keith? That's a good question for her because she's always got it. She's like, ah, ah. she's like, ah. like, you know, the reason why the the Democratic Party did not stand behind her, I believe, when she was running for whatever the hell I can't think of it right now, what she was running for, is because she has no filter and no uh, no loyalty to the party per se. Um if the party ain't doing right, she's like, "Well, first of all, you motherfuckers need a you mother- and you know what we need to do is this." So she's got great ideas. So eh. um but for me, try to rally people up and and remind them to vote, to to really try to encourage people because this is a time that people are discouraged. I'm like, vote for what? You know, people feel like we were kind of bamboozled to believe, like, oh, you know, the, you know, the the doofus is gone, so now everything is going to be better and fixed. But you see what happened. You see what happened. So, and and Mr. Nice Guy over there, you better do some fell swo- swoops of the pen and do some executive orders. That's the only way anything's going to get done. Everything has to be done by executive order. because And, and we have to go to the polls. There are a lot of... We're
4: about to be swinging from polls in a minute. No,
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, They they are doing some serious <sighs> gerrymandering. I just hate the way that sounds. But they're, they're, they've done so much of that that... Um, in red, it, it, to turn um, states red so that they can, did you, and, and on top of that, did you see that they actually have white nationalists, allegedly, knocking on doors, going door to door like witnesses, saying, hi, we're a and we'd like to come in and talk to you. How did this get exposed? There are some white people that are like, outraged by it. Thank goodness, you know, and who are exposing them? And and that this is, you know, no, you're not con- coming to my house to convert me to white nationalism. This these people these people are serious about their agenda, which is the number of we they are now they are now outnumbered. And they are afraid for that what they have done to others will be done unto them, and so they are trying to hold on, and so that's that. Um, we need to ensure people vote. The other thing is the NAACP, in my opinion, needs to find some parents black parents in Mississippi. And sue Mississippi over that if you teach CRT or anything that makes nope, a white.
4: Don't abbreviate it because some people in this country critical, may not know.
2: Critical race theory or any mm-hmm. anything that you teach around race that makes white parents uncomfortable, the teachers can be sued. Now, we know that, number one, in Mississippi, the cost of living is extremely low, and the salaries are even lower than that. Correct. Correct. So if teachers in New York City, let's just say, are making just above the minimum wage, basically, then what are the teachers in Mississippi making that they should be sued for Lord knows how much money for teaching the truth? I wonder if we can change the name
4: from critical race theory because you don't – because it seems to be this thing about race and just start teaching the facts of the matter. You know, let's have a course in the facts of the matter, and that will change
2: things because in the facts of the matter, there's some things that you can't avoid, you know. But see, that's the problem. in what their lawsuit is? is that you can't teach that. If, you, if your facts, if you teach the facts of the matter and it makes white parents uncomfortable, they can sue the teacher.
4: Well, then, 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 this, then there needs to be a countersuit.
2: Exactly. You know, That's all, exactly what, what I'm talking like about. I
4: put it like this. In, in certain states, they, are sued, what they would call sewer states. That means for $25, $35, you can file a lawsuit on anybody. It does not mean you are going to win it. It just means that you can file it, and it's okay. You know, there's some states that you can't file lawsuits in. But at the end of the day, if you tell somebody I have on a black sh- a black uh, uh, shirt and they don't want you to talk about the color of the black shirt, like that's, again, that's their issue. If stating the facts that, that exist in this country and have existed in this country cause so much outrage, then you know what? Then you need to teach your children how to be compassionate and how to move forward exactly. in this. Exactly. Exactly. Because your history books, we should sue them for the history books. Like right now, I think we all have a, a suit that we could have just, a
2: class action on all the misinformation that has been in history books for so long. Exactly. Because that ain't true. And, and so what that, do you do? And that's that's what I always talk about in terms of reparations. I know people want money, cash, and buildings, and land, and all of that is good. It's It's good. When I say good, it's good. I'm not saying all that's good like as an ah no, I'm saying all of that is good. I believe though that we need to start with the truth being taught in right. schools. That's the that's probably more difficult to attain. <laughs> the the God's honest truth about the whens, the where's, the whys and the hows. Who actually invented this? Who actually you know, what was the thinking behind? Who did what? You know what I mean? Then every
4: person of color in this country has a lawsuit against the departments of education nationwide because they have approved curriculums that have had books that have taught students from grade level misinformation, period, period. So so to so get a book and audit it. And then go through the facts of the book from, from from bow to stern, everything in it that is not, that is, that is uncomfortable, because, you know, we, we're talking white fragility, we're talking uncomfortability, right? Exactly. So, far be it for me to say I was uncomfortable being taught that Columbus discovered America when he did not discover shit, okay? And that has been drilled, sung about videotapes and everything else every company responsible for those messages that the board of education approved nationwide then we have a lawsuit every time they taught us told us that we, we we were slaves you know we were enslaved
2: not slaves thank you no thank history. you thank you thrice okay Th- well that's the truth that's that's it right there rezzy Poole. That's is Poo. different that's it know? right there that's every time right there. they told us that we were illiterate and couldn't be educated I love that. All those things that, we, that we've that we
4: traveled and followed us as a people, from brown, brown paper bag test to everything else. That's right. Now that we know that's all fiction
2: made up. That's what I'm from, talking about. Uh-oh. <laughs> nah, well, man, you on it. You on it. You on it. I'm just saying, though, if, you,
4: if we want to play that game, let's play the game. Yes, yes. Because it's a losing battle. You know, and you don't want it taught in school. Well, then where where are they going to learn it? Because what you're saying is, what is it that that white children can't be educated now? What's happening?
2: So the, all of a yeah, sudden, that's the children, it. They want the they, they are trying to whitewash our, our history. The, the history. When I say our history, it's American history. God damn it. And and this is the thing I, I keep saying because um, someone said, but they keep quoting King and blah blah blah. I said, don't worry about it. In the next 100 years, when they paint, when there's a painting of, of Martin Luther King on the, on the walls, he's going to be white with blonde eyes, with blonde hair and blue eyes, okay? So, what, so we can't even talk about that because, Martin Luther King was assassinated by the government? We can't so, talk about so that either? this is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in the 1500s, there was a guy, a black man. He was a moor. I think it was the 1500s. It could have been even earlier than that. Know there's a five in there somewhere. Could have been five thousand, you know, um, AD or something like that. Anyway, he was a Moor, but he did so much good. He was an African. Did so much good that he was granted sainthood. He was Saint Nicholas, the first Black person to be granted sainthood. Allegedly. I wasn't there, but yeah. Right? Throughout the years, the early depiction of him is of a black man being a a do-gooder, helping children, giving gifts to children. And then, (laughs) who's Saint Nick? Tell me about him. Huh? Come on. Who's Saint Nick? As I said, you know, if you if if you are uncomfortable with the way with with someone telling the truth about you, then you tell the you change your truth. If if you then then be better, do better, and and then you can be able to say that's how I used to be, that's how we used to be, but look at us now.
4: And I think that's part of the problem because honestly pretending something that didn't happen is not going to make it go away. You know? It's not going to make it go away. And you knew and and I think there're a large amount of people that knew this reckoning was going to come. And as long as you drag it, it's going to be worse for you. You know, at the end of the day. You know, but the facts are the facts. You know, you stole from us, you stole from Native Americans. You no, know, you just stole just stole quite a bit of things, and call them your own. You name it, I don't think there's an area where they have not pilfered or stolen something. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know? so the, and not just this country. No. they taken this shit global.
2: And, so and against day, one another. They're just ravaged and fighting. You know what? Somebody, somebody was saying I think it was um, Cousin Jane who was in an mixed audience and she said what is what is your fear so one of the things she said I know what your fear is you know how she is she just cut to the chase I know what your fear is you white people are afraid that black people are going to do to us what we did to them so then she says how many of you black people in the audience want to hurt the white people in the audience only one brother raised his hand because he was mad. I don't know. Just one brother. And then she said, how many of you have one particular white person that you'd like to see hurt? And quite a few hands went up. And she said, there's your answer right there. Don't be that one. <laughs> you know? It's real simple. Real simple. Real simple. Well,
4: it's not simple because it's emotional. And unfortunately, when people don't do their necessary work and it goes families through families and lineages through lineages and everybody thinks you can just move around this planet and not do anything but just exist, you know, and people only see things through the lens of their experiences unless they have something else that they've seen. Empathy and compassion are not just things that just fly in. You have to learn those things. You know, and it shouldn't have to take something to happen to somebody else for you to get it. Absolutely You know, you, know, you shouldn't have to oh I understand now that it happened to me. No. There's there's a beat there that's missing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, there's a there's a simple age old adage that says do unto others as you want to be done unto Absolutely but Seldom met a motherfucker that can dish it out and take it. Seldom. This is true. Seldom this is true. Usually it's it's a comeback or some other thing, and you have no idea how that connected to some some other shit you did back then. And now because you can't get the, it's an energy flow, karma if you will. But either way, you know the blackening of America has begun. You know, and we're getting the pushback. We're in the we're in the age of the pushback at this point. And how about we're not even interested? The majority of us are not even interested in revenge.
2: We no, don't care. nobody, we, nobody's, nobody's trying, trying to, to.
4: I mean, going on right yeah, now. yeah.
2: We we just trying to live. <laughs> I We're trying mean, to live peacefully, and we want the same
5: things for exactly. our children
4: and our family that you have had the luxury of having. Exactly. You don't even think you had any luxury because it's normal for you. But exactly. It's not normal for most.
2: So, so this um, was said to a hey Black Anonymous. I just love that name, Black Anonymous. Yes, Black
4: Anonymous was popping. Was popping. Um,
2: Michelle, hello, hello. Yeah, so somebody said to this this white guy who was saying that, you know, he, he's white and he's poor and he has no privilege. You know, he went to school, got, got a high school degree or whatever and, and got a job and he works hard and he doesn't make a lot of money, but he struggles and, you know, nobody's giving him anything. And so what they explained to him, is that white privilege does not mean that you are rich because of the color of your skin. That's not what privilege, what white privilege means. It means that you're not poor because of the color of your skin, or you're not you're not um, targeted targeted or not succeeding. Because of the color of your skin, you're not getting you're not not getting opportunities because of the color of your skin. If anything, the color of your skin is a plus for you, whether or not you figured out how to utilize that is on you <laughs> you know like like who you are, what you look like what you what you have to offer i mean you could be whether it's it's all white people on a panel or all sisters on a panel or whatever, your presentation speaks volumes and people just happen to respond. You know? And there is a privilege in this country and in most of the world for people who have peach skin. The views, information, or opinions expressed during Brunch in the Basement series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of WJBR Internet Radio nor its Basement Series affiliates. I want to put this up here that the phone lines are open, uh, if I can remember the number. What is it? Mm, yep. Okay. I have so many numbers that are similar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, three, nine, four. That is three, four, seven, nine, nine, six, five, three, nine, four. Being white always gets white folks the benefit of any doubt. Exactly. Me and you <laughs> in a car accident, I'm white, you black. They're going to listen to me. I, w- I had that experience. I had a thing in the back of my car. The other driver had a smashed in hood and the cop was yelling at me. And I was like, yo, I was hitting the back. You were not. You spun out and you, I was like, what are you talking about? Look at the back of my car. And where did he get his story? Because police got came after from- the fact. He got it from the white guy. Oh. Yeah. I mean. No, anytime there's a there's a ding in the back, automatic. I mean, hello, you know. Anyway, being white, yeah, okay, yep, said that. Done surveys and many many Latino people check the white box when they think no one is looking. Oh Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So do some some black people. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yep. It ain't easy. SSM says, when I was a freshman at University of Pennsylvania, I was told I was an affirmative action case, even though I scored a perfect SAT and MCAT in the whole state of PA.
4: Mm, yeah, that part. That part. You know, that that's an assumption. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> how automatically you it just tells you that um in order to be in this space you would have had to have some special help not that you weren't qualified educated and worthy and bust your ass enough to be where you are somebody's going to come along and say somebody had to give you a helping hand
3: but how about what?
4: how about that helping hand that, that 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 affirmative action if it did not exist those rooms would be
2: closed that's what that's what I was getting ready to say. That's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, you you may have gotten help because it's the law that they can't stop you because of, of your race. But it was your grades that got you to where you are. You know what? People people say a lot of shit. And people believe the lies which is why people were trying to storm the capitol, dumb mother. I mean, you know what I'm and saying? That's why they need education. That's why they need a, that's
4: why they need critical race theory in schools. That's so why they, they so need they the learn truth. I don't care what you call part it. Of them sounding super dumb.
2: I don't care what you call it. It it needs to be the truth. Um and and by the way, critical race theory was <laughs> never taught in elementary schools to begin with. That part
4: that part Kimberly Callahan George W Bush got a helping hand it was called being a legacy absolutely yeah, and nepotism. we know the second George Kim wasn't too bright was he
2: yeah at all and and one Conley, Lisa, the one that he stayed correct in his ass the one that was in in court i mean in what is he the governor of California is it no Florida whatever the other bush he was he just didn't have it
4: In these regions of the south you know and, and some places that just um the white is right where the the where you got unfortunately there's a certain amount of washing that goes on and it stays in your it stays in the stain of your your fabric of your existence if you do not get it
2: yeah. out yeah yep yep yeah
4: i remember as a kid going to the south in certain areas and um you know and you know and we know the difference because as soon as they're gone it they become you know other names, but um while they're there, it's very domicile, you know, and just very you know and I used to you know as a kid, I'd be like why what why is you know, and how they would talk to folk you know,
3: mm-hmm. and
4: the use of the term boy you know and and you know as if your existence, just because you were born, was was uh, below automatically and that you should know this. And for me, it was like, mm-mm, no. Oh, where is she from? <laughs> Immediately. Because that's not how we do things around here. Yep. You know, and wanting to stick to, and there's certain behavior, and we get this in other places too, but it's like you stick to what you know. Because nope. it's a comfort zone. And that, that could be a shitty pamper. But you're not going to take that pamper off to learn nothing else new. Why? Because that's all you know. And that's all you want to know. Yeah. Evolve your mind and the rest will follow. And if you don't know, you can always get help.
2: Absolutely.
4: Bananas. 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 But whatever you do, good people on the chat. Uh, our chatterboxes, Misty and... and Everybody else, and Elisa, hey, Elisa, how you doing? Kimberly,
2: LeVon,
4: Black Anonymous, whatever you do in this lifetime, if you haven't heard your Auntie Rez say anything else, or your sister Rez say anything else, please hear that do never, never, never shrink yourselves to make other people feel comfortable. I don't give a shit who it is. Yep. Never shrink yourself to make somebody else feel comfortable being around you. Stand as tall and as strong and as intelligent as you are, you know.
2: crazy that people love that damn Confederate flag so much, Um, (sighs) being that they lost the war. It's like (laughs) the the real Confederate flag, I'm going to get you a picture of it in a second. I'm going to get you a picture of it. But, um, I you know, and don't be intimidated by that. Please try not to be. It can be hard knowing that you have ignorant, mean-spirited, angry people um, living next to you. You know what I mean? Kimberly says she's on the line. Is she? Oh, she sure is. I'm sorry. I did not see you. How you doing, Kimberly?
0: Good evening, ladies. How are you all?
2: Groovy, baby. Good.
0: Good. 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 I just logged on, um, and I, I caught a, a portion of what you're saying because, of, of course, I was late, right? Um, <laughs> but better late than never, right? That's
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: it. Um, now, uh, I don't know if you all are aware. Maybe you are. Um, this whole notion of critical race theory. Mm-hmm is a a false notion. Um, It's not being taught in schools. It certainly isn't being taught in uh, elementary, middle school, or high school. I don't even think it's being taught in undergraduate university. Critical race theory is something that's being taught in law school. Right. So all of this belly aching and hand wringing that seems to be going on about critical race theory is all fake. It's fake news, if you will. The reason that all this is going on is because they, uh, there are people who don't want the true history of the United States to be taught. Facts. So they don't, yes. they, they don't want their children to hear about Rosa Parks, Ruby Bridges, Dr. Martin okay. Luther King, Booker T. Washington, Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, and on and on and on we could go. They don't want, to hear about the, want their children to hear about the Civil War because, of course, the natural question is, why was the Civil War fought? Well, they don't want their children to hear about slavery. Aha! Well, how did this slavery come about? And they don't want to tell their children that because they're saying that, you know, poor little Susie and Tommy's feelings will be hurt. However, it's not Susie and Tommy's feelings who, that will be hurt. It's their parents. And grandparents' feelings who, that will be heard when Susie and Tommy go home and ask their moms and their dads and their grandmas and grandpas, what is this thing about? They don't want to deal with that. So right. rather than deal with it, they're trying to erase it. Exactly. I'm a librarian That's by profession. And I Wait, have heard, say it again. You're what? I'm a librarian.
5: Uh. A librarian
0: by profession. And I have heard tell. I need to investigate this. I'm qualifying what I'm saying, that they are attempting to remove from public libraries and school libraries um, books about Rosa Parks, books about Martin Luther King, Ruby Bridges, um, Frederick Douglass, and things like that, even the little children's books. You know, there are these really cute little books that tell the stories of Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, etc. In simple plain language that children can understand, and they come with cute little illustrations, and they're just, you know, they're adorable little books, and they tell the story. I have heard tell that in states like, Mm -hmm. um, they pay librarians at a public library. This is what they are proposing. I've heard that if I'm a school media specialist, meaning the the little school, little library in the school, Mm -hmm. and I Check out a book about Rosa Parks to a child who attends that school, or if I work at the public library and I check out a book about Martin Luther King to someone to a child, I am subject to arrest if they have their way. Mm, mm,
2: mm. Yeah, that you're not you're not wrong. I've I've heard the same thing. Uh-huh. This, what the, that's we not book burning and all of that. Oh, They're
0: removing doesn't um, that sound like the same laws that say someone is in line to vote for 5 and 6 hours and I hand someone a bottle of water. I yeah. have broken the law.
4: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Along the this same is, line. We were talking mm-hmm. about just that actually before you called in. Um yeah, we know that they that Part of what you're you, most of what you said is absolutely true spot on actually um and that's part of the conversation i think you may have missed um we we know and, and this is this is what's disturbing however any of theirs up for burning because i mean we, we're going to go eye for an eye are we going book for book now no yeah they, but i mean where they, does
0: it stop where does it start where do you stop yeah they, they are we going to burn little women for example <laughs> Wait, how about
2: how about Gone with the Wind?
0: I oh yeah, that one. That I remember one.
2: reading that book. It was that book is like a thousand and fifty pages or something. I remember reading that book when I was in high school or junior high school. That was the most offensive book I had ever read. I, that thing,
0: <laughs> that was so I offensive. Saw the movie. Was it required curriculum? I saw the movie. Yeah. And I thought the movie was the most ridiculous movie I'd ever seen in my life. My Man. mom would always get try to get me to watch that movie, and I never would watch it. And one day I decided, okay, mom, I'll watch it with you. And I watched it, and she was like, what do you think? I said, that movie was the stupidest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> that movie, that that girl is ridiculous. You know what, <laughs> that movie, now
2: now that I'm um, in a different headspace, I watched it not too long ago, I believe. But um mm. it it was if I was in a serious head and and was looking at it from a serious perspective, um then it's one thing. It's not a, a movie I would use to teach a child anything. It's, you know, right. except for the lessons that are in it to be learned about how yeah. Hollywood treated um the
0: situation. <laughs> Earning up. A or something. I thought it was funny. That, that, like, child, that child was just, she was just ridiculous. It wasn't a comedy? Wasn't was a it meant to be a comedy, though? That's <laughs> no, my
2: question. No. Because no. the shit was funny. wasn't a she comedy, was actually. She was up all, of all, of all her
0: problems, yeah. and I'm like, you caused all your own problems. Get out of here.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it was
0: quite funny. It was there were some there was, things that were just it, was about it. Yeah. But, and but then, I mean, so the point is, what are we going to start banning? Are we going to ban Gone with the Wind? Are we going to ban Little Women? Are we going to ban Huckleberry Finn? Are we going to ban um, <laughs> To Kill a Mockingbird? You know, wh- where do we start with all these books that talk about various topics? Like, where do you start? Mm. We won't have a book in the library. That's right. So, there will be no book in the library, no book. You couldn't you you listen, if you don't have your own private collection, you just fresh out of luck. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, that's why it's it's really um important that we teach our children um our history ourselves. Um Pop says that the American Library Association says it has provided legal guidance and support to a number of libraries impacted by the yes, dramatic attempts to remove books concerning LGBTQ issues and people of color. And at least you right, it's fascism. Florida yeah, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, and Texas I'm, I'm are pushing
2: this one in the pile. Yep.
0: Say that I'm with familiar with ALA, yeah. They are, they are providing support along those lines because, I mean, it's just It's too much. It's just crazy. It's just too much going on. You know, you're just checking out a book or you're just um, developing a collection for your community if you're working in a public library. You have to kind of cater to the community. Yeah. Right. So what if you live in a majority Latino community? You have to cater, you know, get books, for example, that address Latino issues. Yeah. Or right. are of or seem to be of interest to Latino folks that who live in that community and who patronize your library. It's just common sense, right? right? You know, there there is something
2: Yeah, you think so. There is something that is um empowering to a child to open up a book. How you doing, Sagey? Hey Sage. To open up a book and see their own culture reflected what they see at home names, not Mary and Jane, but Pedro, Monique, you know what I'm saying? Um, to see yourself in the book, just like it, it's impactful to see yourself in film for the first time recently. And on television. And on television. Yes. I saw, you know, that picture that, that, um, or is in mostly doctors' offices the um of the pregnant woman, and then there's the baby inside, and like it she's split in half, and you can see the baby, the umbilical cord and everything. yeah, I yeah. recently saw for the first time that depicted as a black family, a black woman with the black baby okay. inside that to me, mm-hmm. when you see things like that for the first time. It, it something dawns on you. It's like it, right. it it hits you in a particular way. And my hope is that our children, all children, not be struck for the by seeing things in a, as themselves for the first time at my mm-hmm. age anymore. It just it needs to and be and taught in elementary school. People. No, it's you know, average, it's I'm not saying Dick, and Jane and and Jack and Jill. Yeah. They can be there too. They go, go to school. New. No, let yeah. them all go to school. Because the thing is, is that everybody needs to be educated. Everybody yeah. needs to be educated. And like like cousin Jane says, we're all cousins. It's just some of our cousins don't know we cousins and needs to <laughs> be re-educated. People
4: are, are I tell you, Um, because they like to stay stuck. We cannot, we cannot, are so wedded to their own misunderstanding that they will stay stuck and won't seek the information they need to move things further. They won't. Yeah. No, they won't. You know, and it just,
0: it is what it is. And, you know, either, I don't know what to say or do about that. I think those are the people who are going to basically get left behind. Yeah, and that's what they're afraid of, too. The demographics are changing. There are more um, Latino people in Arizona, I've heard, who have turned 18, a voting age than there ever has been in the history of the state of Arizona. Yep.
2: And they have uh, uh, young folks. They have this More whole thing now for um Chris, Chris, Kristen Kirsten Cinema. The Latino, yeah, they Latino community good. has this whole mm-hmm. thing because they spoke to her before that voting rights um vote, and they told mm-hmm. her, you know, you're going to want to vote for, and she voted against, and, like, two mm-hmm. days later, they got billboards, they got everything up there, and it says, voto something, to Adios her cinema. Eyes. Yes, yes. Adios also, Avios cinema. C- cinema. That's what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. So because they, the, see, the thing in Arizona is that it was Latinos who got her in office. So the, her not voting for the Voting Rights Bill was like a slap in the face, yep. because they're the ones that voted her in.
2: Yep. And and, and it's th- like
0: you know I got you in there and you spit in my eye.
2: Yeah, and and this nah, is this the thing cool. too. Um, we don't move as fast nor as hard. Yeah, when things happen, I,
0: I couldn't do anything but respect that because they were like, listen, yeah. this is what they, we they, need they got to right do. on it. So many people. If you don't, don't
2: do it, this something's gonna happen.
3: Yeah, if you didn't and, do and do it happened. Right
2: so many, yeah. so many people were upset when um, Biden did that asian anti asian um the attacking of the Asian people started, and he ended yeah. up and wrote something the an anti asian attacking thing yeah and yeah, people yeah, yeah. were talking about it people were damn mad about it, but didn't i wasn't there wasn't a movement, but people i'm I'm not saying that it's right or wrong to be upset about it if people were upset, people were upset people were not people were not. But there was there but there was a wave of people upset, but there was no movement. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like like, did he? Does aware? Because I bet my my point is, cinema knows that the Latino community is pissed with her. Does is Biden aware? I mean, because they took action. Mm-hmm. You know, is Biden aware? And they didn't put
0: me around. <laughs> yeah, they didn't lollygag and put foot around. They just said, "Listen, this is what we need you to do. If you don't do it, something getting ready to happen." She didn't do it, and it happened. She yeah. may get voted out of her seat.
2: Oh, she, she, yeah, she's. It's not looking good for her.
0: Yeah, but she didn't do what they. She didn't do right, so they, they like, okay, hmm. we got something for you.
2: She actually, she she and Manchin actually stopped, them along with the Republicans, stopped the Voting Rights Act from going through. So what that means is that what we need to do is vote harder and flip some more damn states. We've got to get some some for show people in there. Uh, for, For sure. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. wishy washy. We need some. We need some people that's going to do the right thing, and let's mm-hmm. get it done. That's right. You know, and was
0: are just standing around acting like they can't figure out nothing to do. It's like, come on, right. y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> y'all gotta gotta let let's one man Yeah, them up. Yeah, through. it's two. It's two people.
2: It's not one man. It's not just Mansion. It's Mansion and Cinema. It's two of them. Yeah. Well, so so with, we need we and need Sinema, to, what does she run and I'm not familiar with her platform
4: prior to getting elected. What did she run in? Uh, what did voting she run rights? In? Oh, that was on a platform. <laughs>
2: that was a part yeah. of it. That was a part yeah. of it. Yeah, and she and, and she, she, yeah. and, and, she and she keeps saying, "Yeah, I'm still uh, for uh, it. I'm uh, just not for the, the 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 filibuster. We can't end the like." I'm not gonna say I'm uh, not gonna say what I'm thinking, yeah. but you know, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. it sounds like it
4: comes down to sometimes the individuals forget that they represent
2: right constituents and a community, but not their own interests. And she's and getting paid. She's getting a lot of money from special interests. That's what is going on with her. And she shook hands with every rep with your boy Mitch and with some other oh, infamous Republicans after oh, she Lord. voted down the voting rights. They went over and shook her hands. She was yes. shaking her hands. She's, she's looking around she's for more Republicans. Like, I did what we said, you know, can I have my money now or whatever. I don't know what what's up with her. You know, there are some people I think who are Democrat who are Republicans in Democrat clothing. Like they um ran on that platform to get the seat because that's what the state was going for, that's what the voters mm-hmm. wanted. So they said what they needed to say to get to where they needed, they wanted to be. And then, and mm-hmm. and now we're seeing the the results of it. I mean, otherwise mm-hmm. it makes no fucking sense. Excuse my language, everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I respect the last the people there in Arizona who said, listen, we got you need to vote this way, and if you don't, something's going to happen, and they're making it happen. Exactly. They're not playing around. Um, cinema, I think she's forgotten who's buttering her bread out there in Arizona. Um, because it was said that Lat- the Latino vote put her over and got her into office. So to them, she, she used them to get in the office and then she spit in their face.
4: Cause sometimes so now they're saying to, okay. lay in to be able to ascend in a minute, you know, because I, I noticed a pattern. Because sometimes they'll say – ho- folks that are running will say a whole bunch of crap that they don't mean just to get elected, right. and they're expected right. to do what they said they were going to do, right, allegedly. And right. it's really just to get the leg in so that they can move someplace else anyway. So the minute, it, she won't even need the people of Arizona because she's going to move on to whatever her political aspirations are by joining whatever team she's joining.
2: Yeah, you know? she's 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 got some plans. And they got plans for. Her. All she's yep. got to do is get in and sell out. And, real and fast. exactly, keep keep you know messing with with this agenda that's out there right now. Um, there's, there's a question here that
4: I'd like to um, um, address. Do you all think well, that Charlie was to... was right to go after the Vice President Harris the way the way he did? My answer to that, absolutely. Well, and I don't know what think she's done anything that anybody else you know i don't think that charlemagne he asked the questions we all wanted to know you know most of us anyway and i don't think he went at her i think there was a mutual yeah, respect there.
2: I, yeah i don't think he
4: went after her i didn't see it yeah, that way i didn't either but i, I, I think... think that he asked the questions that we wanted to hear and i think that um and there was a mutual respect there you could you could see it i think that when she um when she um when she clearly showed emotion you know and and he mm-hmm. tapped on I guess something that was there for her because he actually in the interview I liked when he said see that's the that's the Kamala Harris we thought we had in the in the in the pocket that's the the fire is what we haven't seen and he
0: asked some legitimate questions because it wasn't just him it was
4: a ton of other people but yeah I mean I didn't see
2: it so I don't
0: know exactly what happened
2: yeah it's but on it's, it's on, on um, YouTube. 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 It's
0: you on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. if he wasn't, if it, okay. yeah, um, so if he wasn't just her, and he was asking her fair questions, and that is fair. You know, um, she's the vice president; she's got to answer questions. You know, <laughs> it's, it's all fair. It sounds and a like commune
2: with Jesus.
0: Well, ladies, I'm going to let the line go. I'm sure some other folks may want to talk. No, I, I don't think anybody else is talking house. tonight. <laughs> but if they are, well, then everybody tough.
2: is welcome.
0: And thank you, so
2: thank you so much. Thank for you so much. Thank you, I'm going to sit back and watch. Yes, thank you, thank you. so much. That was dope. <laughs> dope of you to, to call. I appreciate it. Good night, ladies. Good night, love. Good night. That, that, Good was night. that was dope. That was dope. Yes, you yes, had some really, really great points. Yeah, and and you know, uh, it's one thing to have a debate about people who look like us in office; another to diminish one another. But we need to realize that white nationalists are electing folks to support their agenda. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. It, it is. It's never been so out in the open and obvious. I mean, even during the the damn like what is it? The Reconstruction. They at least pretended, you know. Fucking, <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. But like I said, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. If I'm oh, this is the real Confederate flag. Oh gosh. That that's it right there the flag the confederates were waving at the end of the freaking war it was the white flag that's it that's Mm. it that's the I surrender flag I lost I surrender stop killing me stop beating my ass it's over you won that's it so that's it
4: I wish it was that simple yeah
2: well the, the problem is that after they lost they were not dealt the right consequences.
4: That's just it. There are no consequences.
2: For yeah.
4: Behaviors.
2: Well, yeah. So
4: like, like I, I saw when I was driving on the New Jersey Turnpike, uh, a media board. And the media board was lit up and it was digital, actually. And they still had a side Shakur wanted on this board. And they have drugged this this situation out for decades, right? But yet we are still trying to round up the good old boys who sat paraded in the streets were allowed to go back to their respective homes in January of this year with all this technology and all these this 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 military you know situations that we got going on in this country, and you let people sashay and sashay back. And just parade in front of you, like, how do you rectify or how do you even, like, you, that is what we call, and that's going to be in a book. That's got to be in a book. And I hope it is told by many people so we can get many different views. I have no no interest in writing it because it was the the, the day America looked like ass. And that's what we got to call it. And people have to talk straight about what they saw. And I'm waiting, you know, I'm waiting. They read the the the, the fact of the matter and what and what we looked like to other countries. Because see, you know, sometimes you know it's a narcissistic group of government that think that when you know we use our passports to go other places of the countries that we go to. When you say you're American, they go, mm. yeah, <laughs> you know. And th- and here's where you want to separate from okay. That ain't my cousin acting out like that, you know. And and we're all not equal here, so that you know. In a the minute, they're gonna say, oh, the, the white Americans and the black Americans, and the and you know, you're gonna be called you know different things because, you know, either that or you're subscribed to one great bunch. So we'll all be, uh, what do you call? What was the word they were using? Insurrectionists. That's what we do over here. Well,
2: no, nah, I think it's Leroy, I think it's it's pretty clear who they were. I think
0: the well, rest of
2: the, us, the I, us. I think the rest of the world knows who it was and because they know what it was for that that, that was no secret. They knew it was I had a it,
4: waiter in another country when he asked me where I was from because he could hear the and I told him he laughed and said, "Trump."
2: Exactly, exactly, and that's who it was on those stairs, on the trying to get into the building.
4: But they don't separate that in some cases. We
2: but, think they but, do, they but they know, but they know that what he stood for was white nationalism. That's and 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 communism and anti-black Americans. So mm-hmm. it ain't us that they're thinking about. I I pretty uh, look, that time or or right before it was the Black Lives Matters movement across the world, right? Everybody in the world joined in in support. And then right after that, the white people went to the to the to the to the capital. So they Mitch black americans vote at the same rate as americans yes and wow that,
4: that's what he said did your mind, did your mind not just when,
2: what when he said that
4: black americans the same as americans
2: do you get like
4: and he and and in and his head he hasn't said anything wrong
2: and that's the problem yeah came like, out he, he came out incredible. and tried to he came out and tried to apologize, and his apology was all messed up Horrible. and then he came back and giggled about it. He's a piece of anyway Shit. let me just say that
4: he
1: doesn't care I,
2: mean, I don't even know who told him to apologize, and why even
4: wasted the American people's time because they don't consider anybody American with them. Everybody else is here on borrowed time and should be grateful that they allow you to be on the soil. And that's just how they feel about it. Real yeah. talk. And if that's not how they want to say it, that's how they behave. Because there's such a thing as your behavior and your, and your
2: come on, man. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I said earlier is that, you know, we have to teach our children. We also need to empower and teach ourselves. And for that reason, we on this show have a Black History Moment. So this lady right here is America's first black female pilot, Elizabeth, a.k.a. Bessie Coleman was born on January 26, 1892, in Atlanta, Texas. Coleman was the first woman of any race to have an international pilot license. The civil aviator thrilled audiences around the country for several years in air shows. Because of a mechanical problem, she died on April 30, 1926, in a plane crash. At the age of 34 in Jacksonville, Florida She was known as The world's greatest woman flyer And that Is our black history moment Bessie Coleman, say her name Coleman, thank you Ms. Coleman Thank you You know, everybody knows Amelia Earhart Yes we do go tell your children or somebody else about be Bessie fair. Coleman That's all I got to say We have to we have to do that We we have to do that We have to share we have to we have to keep our history our true history alive Our true history is so much more than our ancestors being kidnapped and and enslaved. But and what okay, if we don't know and and you can't be faulted for not knowing what was going on previous to that, you know? You you can you can read about it, you can Google it. To me the the resiliency, the the ingenuity, the intelligence, the strength of black Americans, you know, only the strong of the strongest survived. We are a part of an amazing legacy. Uh, We are the descendants of amazing, strong, powerful, intelligent people, and we need to celebrate that.
4: And we need to know more than just your cousins, you know, and your, your uncles and aunts. I mean, dig back into some of your roots.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I remember. You know what drives me? One of the things that drives me is this. um, I, I remember I must have been in my early 20s or something like that, hanging out with my friends, going somewhere, coming from somewhere, and the Lord knows where in the middle of the night on the sixth train or the four, who knows, something like that. (laughs) <laughs> Lord knows what, and there was a white man sitting across from us, and he was like, "Ah, you black." And so my friends was like, "Yeah,
1: what? What you say, man? Thank you,
2: man. You know." And I was like, "No, no, no, hold up, hold up, hold up," because I'm always, you know me. What are you saying exactly? What? What exactly are you saying? He said, "What have your people done for this country? Name me three black people." So. We did the obvious. We did the obvious, the obvious three, you know, Frederick Douglass, Martin Luther King, uh, you know, just whoever popped off the top of our minds, you know. And then when I got home, I have to say I sobered up, right? I got home. I pulled out this book that one of my aunts gave me. And it was called, I think, Black Facts. And I started looking at the book, and all of this information was in this book about this black person did this, this black person did this. this. It was, like, amazing that I had the book, and I didn't bother to look at it because, you know, I was young and doing my thing, you know. It wasn't required reading at the time. I didn't think that it was required reading. Um, but now that I'm more mature and I know better, um, there's so much that I could have told that man had I known. And I think that knowledge is the best ammunition for ignorance against ignorance.
4: Well, I think, I think we need to be in a constant, a constant state of learning
3: mm-hmm. because
4: information, you know, gets revealed at a certain time and there's no such thing as your brain getting parked and, you know, like as long as you continue to breathe, there's always something new to learn, you
0: Absolutely. know, and stay open
4: to. And I think sometimes people um, hit a plateau in their learning, and you know, it, it just doesn't. But you, you just have to continue. You have to continue learning, and it doesn't mean you know re- go back to school or any of that stuff. There's things to learn every day, you know. Um, good old Doc Gregory gets your update. What's that? <laughs>
2: Oh, yes, man. northern black culture is different from southern black culture. It's true.
4: Yes, yes. Appreciate the series, the women's movement, Mamie and Emmett Till's story. Good night, sweetheart. Um, uh, we need to know our history. Yes, we do. We need to know our history. And I'm not talking about, you know, who your kinfolk are, you know, uh, from north to south. You know, I think we got that part licked. You know, um, I think we've done enough family reunions where we can all now find out our true origin and and dig into that and see where you all descended from, you know, that can be a, uh, that can even be a family project, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know when I went digging back in my stuff many years ago, I was interested. I was like, wow, you know, some
2: stuff I just did not know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, We should know our, our ancestry as much as we can, Um, Mm -hmm. and just what contributions have black folks made, people that look like us,
4: I think the term "people of color" um, encompasses everybody. Yeah. Um, um, so that that's the general people of color because we're talking, you know, native that would be Native American, anybody other than white, you know, Latina, anybody other than white. Um. Uh. So yeah, no, it's not that we're separating black folk, um, sure. black black folk, you know, um, but people of color is a broader term for um, everybody under that umbrella because that's initial that's essentially how we're divided some people's egos are so big they think they know everything that's true
2: yeah that's true but nobody true. knows everything yeah no
4: and and you know something too when you already know they don't know everything it's kind of like okay you know that's the, that's some other stuff going on you know
2: exactly i was with um my grandma the other day and Uh, um, grandma knows everything she don't know everything matter of fact she was like I saw this thing that I could get where I could be on the internet I said you want to be on the internet grandma she said I don't know what you think (laughs) I was like well I think that if you want to be on the internet then we get you on the internet
4: I think I think she needed to have her own segment. I told you that a long yes. time ago. I know. I know. It's, you know, I think we all need a lesson or two from somebody that is a centenarian. Yes. Something we can learn. I mean, you can't tell her she didn't see the things she didn't see. You
2: no, can't it's tell
4: her true. Have, and you can't tell her that nothing that she experienced in her lifetime had nothing to do with no critical race theory. It was facts.
2: You know, that's right.
4: You know, so, I mean, again. A lot of our folk that live through some stuff, I'm not talking about, you know, like, <laughs> a lot of our stuff. folks have lived through some stuff that they can talk about firsthand. They are still living and breathing on this planet,
2: you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes, my grandmother is a jewel. Thank you so much, Kimberly.
3: Yes. Um,
2: somebody called in and was saying something really nice about my grandmother after she spoke and i don't know i don't remember the name of the person
4: what happened she somebody called and said some, said, said, she some
2: in- said some nice things about grandma and that it was nice that you know um she's here and you know just nice stuff about her like like oh that my grandmother was her grandmother for the day or something like that um something like that but my grandmother um had called me after the show. So if you're listening, um, just know that my grandmother told me to mention that she asked about you, that she's praying for you, and that she will be your grandmother too if you really want her to. So I don't remember the name of the person, but um, if you listen back to this show, you will know that my grandma is open to being your grandma too and if if you're down with that she got a birthday coming up
4: you know it's funny that um your grandmother like so many other grandmothers um that are of a certain age and era they are used to the understanding and idea of community mm-hmm. you know they knew they were parts of community that yeah. the elders were respected and protected and legacies were formed, you know, so they know um, community government, let's just say, you know, on another level, you know, they know Big Mama's house type vibe and how grandmothers um, traditionally showed up in our community, you know, um, period, period. Yeah. Even being in certain time, um, I call them.
2: Think yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, yep. It
4: immediately comes to mind when I think about that. And even in regions in the south, you know, like so many other like the communities were huge, you know, um before our kids, you know, separated from them. You know, or had trouble with the law, let's say, and ran into situations that, you know, may not have been comfortable.
2: Um, Tiffany, I can only speculate, and I would think that they would still be into – well, Martin would still be into integration. I don't know what Brother Malcolm. He was mm-hmm. always evolving. He was in the middle of evolving when they when they took him down. Um, who knows what that brother would have came up with now, but I think for King, it might be fair to say that his – thing about, because we would not have separate but equal, and his thing was everything being equal, and if it wasn't going to be separate and equal, then he wouldn't want no part of it. He wanted a piece of the pie. No, we here, we just like you, shut it down and give us what we are due. So I think um shut it down economically or whatever we got to do, Um that was his thing for for that um I, I you know malcolm was such an amazing mind that i don't know where what he would i don't know what do you think Rez that's a
4: great question um and also there's one right under, underneath it so here's a question you know, I think integration has helped or hurt us right what do we think is a different yeah, thing? yeah. Well, well you know <clears throat> i think a little bit of both honestly I think that, you know, um, but I think some of, um, I think about integration in two ways, you know. Um, I think about it in, in a in a healthy way, if we could all just, you know, in a very simple, basic way, just get the fuck along, mm. you know, and, and be able to celebrate our differences, because there's a lot to celebrate, you know. Like, I love learning about other cultures, you know. Yeah. Um, And the other side of it is that when we did have separate, that was a threat. You know, that was a threat to um, the need of us to be able to keep them wealthy. That's why when I see some, sometimes when I see us breaking out, you know, there, there was this, there was this, good point. There was this video I watched about a month or so. I want to say it was a minute ago. And how the brother that was speaking in the video was was dropping names, like he was talking about corporations and how all the corporations were basically people's last names.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah.
4: Like they were all people's last names. And even clothing that's designed, you know, um, with the exception of companies that are just, you know, clearly not a last name, but, uh, you know, like when we run around and we want to – Versace. I've I've Mm
2: -hmm. never been into that. Well, to me, like I say,
4: I say say, you know it's interesting how we'll bust our ass, (laughs) and that's the mindset. It's a mindset, you know, because internally, when we evolve Mm -hmm. and work out whatever those insecurities are, and you know, people like to cover up insecurities in a big way you know um and it, and they are they will wear other people's last names and and break their neck to do it
2: exactly
4: but it doesn't you know for what it looks like to others you know which is a self-esteem thing you know it's a self-esteem thing absolutely I mean, keeping up with the joneses well i don't even know if it's keeping up because it's just like you know it's a weird it's a weird space, you know, and I say that because you know and and don't get me wrong, you know, um I've purchased things and the, but there's another side of it. I remember when i was when I was dressed for a living <laughs> um even still like if if somebody was not giving it donating it wanting it to be a part of whatever it was. I didn't even have a natural interest in it. You know what I mean? Reebok and Nike and Coach. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't Well but no, but I'm but I'm speaking. No, no
2: i I was answering to this Oh, okay. But but I'm
4: but I'm saying I'm saying but you know, it's it's like there's a difference. I'm just talking about the lab the corporations that are last names. The mm-hmm. industries that are the last names. Yep. How but then, at the same breath if if you don't have balance in that, you know it it can really be you know crazy, but when you have a, a someone that looks like you, you don't value it the same,
3: mhm,
4: you don't value it the same, you know, and you or you won't support it, you know, I have an equal balance, I support a lot of black businesses, period, a lot of black folk that's doing shit, period mhm, you know, um, so there have to be a balance, but when you don't have any
2: yeah yeah
4: it says just, a lot, yeah you know it' one's paying attention it says a lot, you know yep. particularly if you think it makes you when you put it on it makes you feel away you know
2: mm. clothes make people feel see I'm you talking to a what what do they call those things in the in the store well, mannequins, mhm, I might as well be a mannequin, you just throw it on me. No, I'm
4: just I'm just talking about like um, I'm just talking about self-esteem being tied into what people think, and the reality is it it, anybody that's it's sad you go into it, you know, and it's just like okay, exactly, and thank you for saying that, Tiffany, because none of those high-end labels ever wanted, and you remember? Do you? I don't know if anybody remembered the comment that. The I think he was the CEO at the time of Timberland said when um, Urban America made the boot very popular.
2: Oh, yeah. And
4: and when he was asked about his revenue that he gladly accepted and he gladly had, you know, because, you know, the CEOs get bonuses and things like that. So um, he was like, well, I, I don't think anything of it
2: because it wasn't made for them. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, and if we had any sense back then, we would have stopped wearing them. And the same thing with Tommy Hilfiger, he had some. I remember years ago, probably like in the eighties, but he had some off collar color thing to say. You know, I just never, I, I've never, to my grandmother's chagrin, I've never cared about clothes. My grandmother is a fashion diva down. And me, I my goal as a teenager was to find a job where I could wear a uniform so I didn't have to worry about clothes because I just don't they don't I However, of course, I didn't find one of those, but um I I I I I kind of get it, but it it would it always made me scratch my head when people would talk about certain name brands that was somebody's last name on their clothes like it could be for me like I do have a pair of sneakers that are Nikes because they fit comfortably and I got them cheap all right so I got a couple of pair of Nikes Not I'm not ag- I'm not against the labels right or, so or factors, so, so I'm not what I'm saying is Mm -hmm. That I didn't get them because they're Nikes to say, ooh, if I get some Nikes, then I will have made it. No. Made what? What Yeah, I mean, what what I'm saying is I think that unless I'm, I'm completely off the conversation, the conversation is that people get a rise out of wearing certain designer clothes with somebody's name on it or a label or whatever, and it makes them feel a particular way. That's esteem, theme. That's right. That's theme. So, so what, what I'm saying is, what what, what I'm saying is, like, because I have a couple of pair of Nikes, that's the only thing I have, I think, that has a, something, some name that is familiar to somebody else. I, hmm. You know, I I just, but then again, I stay in the, in the basement, so. I mean, I don't know. So it's, it's a little, yeah. it's a yeah. little um, difficult for me. I mean, you were in the fashion world, you were dressed for a living as a living. Mm-hmm. So you would know about that kind of stuff. That to me is like, I, I never really got it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. to It's well, it depends on what you get
4: too. You know, it depends on how you perceive it because, you know, like if you get it and it's a piece of clothing and then, like I said, there's balance, you know, um, and to each his own. Some people wear it because they think when black people wear it and they think they have status by by making another family rich.
3: <laughs>
4: that's where it becomes funny to me in yeah. some senses. In some yeah. senses, you know, um, because it's like okay, well, you can contribute to another family being rich. That's fine if that's yeah. what you want to do with their hard-earned money. That's fine, you know. I'm just talking about balance, and I, I bring yeah that, I get you, that I can't say to you I don't own designer clothing because I do, but I also own a whole lot of other stuff that I don't right. want
2: to wear. and that see, but that's but that's cool too. And the other thing is, it doesn't look what people would people what people do if you if what people like, what people enjoy. If you enjoy designer clothes, that's cool. And if you enjoy, you know, buying black owned, then then do that too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I just don't get when people are all about designer clothes and supporting people that they don't know than su- supporting people that they do know. I'll give you another example. And I see the, the comment, Misty, about me Supporting football. I do love football. I enjoy football, but I don't spend money. on. I don't have season tickets. They, the little cup that I have, <laughs> the Mara's and the tissues are not getting rich for me. Trust me. <laughs> Uh, 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 well, put it like this:
4: like, uh, like yeah. I say, it's all, it's all in balance, mm. you know. And I'm, and I'm simply talking like you can have a whole closet full of designer duds. The, if your reason is because they make you feel a certain way,
2: <laughs> then you, then that should be examined. Yeah. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Because that's locked into your self-esteem. And this is, this is it right here: that nothing is hot until Black people rock it. What? Nothing is hot until black people rock it. That's just my and opinion.
4: And there's a difference between wearing a lot of uh, designer clothing and having style. Because if you have true style, you don't need designer clothing.
2: This is
0: true.
4: That, that style, you know, and, and, and some of the top stylists in this industry have made that very point, how you can, you know, I remember a couple of years ago there were challenges for that too. Having style doesn't have, has nothing to do with designer clothing. And sometimes people put on a lot of design call they but they have no style. You know, and
2: they think that's style, it's not style.
4: Yep. Joe Rivers. Uh
2: yeah. Yep, yep. She was an interesting one.
4: Yeah.
2: Rest her soul. Come on, Javon. You don't have direct T V Sunday ticket? Nope. I do not. It's expensive. Exactly. No. <laughs> and I am not I had buying it. it. I had priced that they wanted like thirty five hundred dollars for the year for that. That is insanity. No. That's for the ticket, I was like, "What? I could no. go to the game for that?" Exactly. No, 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 no. So that that's okay. I mean,
4: that's one damn channel.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "You well, almost lost your mind." Yeah,
2: no, 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 no. Ain't that
4: many sport lists.
2: Look, yeah, no. And then you can catch the games on YouTube, you know, for free. <laughs> Everything's on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? You can catch the game later on YouTube.
4: I'm yeah, that's you have to be in the moment with it and watch it, you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, I do that too, but it comes on Channel 5 or Channel 2. That's true. That's true. It's the local team, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: I guess that covers all of the teams, like any team that wants to touch a ball you could get on the Sunday ticket.
2: Mm. Yeah, I get that.
4: But how you look, what was that? But how you look at it, it affects political change.
2: And and what people are wearing. wearing
4: What they are wearing and how. It. Listen, y'all, that, that fashion industry is real interesting. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's really interesting. Shout out to my brethren in the fashion world.
2: Yes. Shout out to all the people that are in fashion.
4: That are making it do what it do. And we lost one of our legends of fashion.
2: Two and in one we week. Two. One back
4: yes. to back. Yes. We lost Terry McGuire and we've lost Andre Leon Talley. Giants. Giants, Giants, and Andre Leon Talley, can I tell you what an enormous figure, an enormous presence will be lost by him not giving his commentary on the runways, Mm. at the Met Gala, you name it, he was everywhere. He um, was larger than life um, figure for many years and beyond him being larger than life figure on the red carpet, he also behind the scenes and, and very publicly was an advocate and activist for more people of color in fashion. Let that be known. Andre Leontelli because if you knew him you understood how loud and boisterous he was, you know, and, and how regal he was in stature. And he never, ever wavered his his concern and his voice when it came down to advocating for Black folk or people of color behind the scenes, in front of the scenes. Like, he always made that known, always, even early in his career as he ascended and very, you know, and not too many um, editorial directors of Vogue magazine will see a man of color. Um or and anybody of color, for that matter, but he um, kept certain people, and I'm not going to go into names. But he kept certain people in place, gave uh, them the um, the team they needed to be successful in their in their skin, mm-hmm. um, you know. And he's written many books about it, and and lived a very extraordinary life, Gary McGlaugh. So,
3: hmm.
4: you know, he's another one. Uh, iconic, uh, legend, uh, avant-garde pusher, you know, like some of his designs and patterns were bananas coming through those runways many years. Um, famously, the silver, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was um, a motorcycle vest kind of suit, you know, for it, it was amazing. He, he gave us many, many, many treats, um, avant-garde treats over the years on the runway and, um, and dressed impeccably, you know, so both of those gods to leave us fashion gods to leave us in the same, within a week of each other.
2: Yeah. Was it, it felt like it was the next day or two. Same week or,
4: yeah. Yeah. It exactly. was just like,
2: Hmm. Yeah. Maybe both rest in peace.
4: Yes. Yes.
2: So dark, I
4: dark. have dark I have. dark, dark, dark. And we also
2: lost um meatloaf. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, meatloaf. It was a busy what, week for
4: the for the angels. Yeah. yeah. Where was who from? Anyone? Where was you from? What, 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 who? Yeah. Which one are you talking about, Alisa? Andre or... Um, Andre?
2: I, I don't have the answer for either, so I, I can't answer. Um, Andre. Andre. Okay.
4: I'd have to Google where he reigned, where he was born. I don't recall that off the top of my head. I just know that he was here.
2: And his living certainly was not in vain. Absolutely. So while we try to figure that out, I have a rapid fire for you. Yay. A brand new one. Oh, it says DC, honey. All right. DC. He's a Libra brother from DC, yes. Personalities. Even Versace, yeah. Yep. Meatloaf. All right, here we go. This is a very interesting personality, too, on this rapid fire. And I, yeah, very interesting. The whole presentation and everything. Legendary.
5: Hi, this is Martha Walsh. And you're in the basement with Javon and Therese.
4: Miss Wash, we have a game that we like to play on this show. It's called Rapid Fire. Oh. And it's a, it's a word association game, right, that oh. we play with all of our guests. And it just gives our audience an opportunity to look behind the veil. It's like a little peek behind oh. the veil what's going on. So how it works is I'll say a word, and you say what immediately comes to mind. I'll pick five words. It's like a call and response. I'll pick five words and then Giovanni will pick five words. No, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. This is going to be different because I'm going to ask this question. Analog or digital?
5: <laughs> Analog. God. Yes. Touring Hard Sylvester (laughs) Fond Memories
4: Paradise Garage. Yeah,
5: (laughs) more fond memories, huh? Disco.
4: This, yeah. uh, that's mine right there that's mine right there Javon you're up next
2: <laughs> okay I will go with
5: music life harmony beautiful success Mm. I'm not that rapid anymore Uh, Lord I'll take it Black people My people Voice Oh that could go A couple of different ways
2: but what was the first word? I
5: I, I want to say beautiful as well, because that can go in a whole lot of different directions.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna steal one more. Love.
5: Mm, we all need.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank, you so so much.
3: Much. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs>
5: Because I put out music, and the first thing somebody says, well, where's the remix? Ain't no damn remix. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate what I have put out here now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? The thing is, I never, ever wanted to be just categorized into one particular genre of music. Because I grew up listening to now as a child. I could only listen to gospel music because it was a very strict religious household. I started bringing sneaking in 45s into <laughs> my house through my book bag, you know, <laughs> and listening to the radio on my transistor. <laughs> Sell it. folks you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes that's it. Yes. So, you know, the the, the they don't know nothing about that. They don't know nothing <laughs> about, that. Don't know about that. You know, but that's how I learned about appreciating different kinds of music.
3: So.
2: <laughs> nice. The legendary Martha was. You know what I saw? So funny
4: that you, you know, we must be in sync there. I was looking, um, I don't know, I just saw a, a, an array of interviews that were online. And one of them was um, when she appeared on the, um, on the Arsenio Hall show, mm. right? And um, and he was talking to her about CC Music Factory and, you know, all this other stuff. So Arsenio then said, um, oh, in case you don't know what she's talking about, this is the lady who you know. I'm paraphrasing and I'm getting it all wrong, but basically said, um, um, who's famous for this particular line? And he said, "Let them have it, waffa and she just screamed, "Everybody dance now!" And it was like they went crazy in the audience because, first of all, that is a belting sister girl there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is a legendary. Everybody on the planet, that was a big song for them.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. and
4: just thinking about like sometimes what we do to our own, you know, because, um, you know, y'all needed to pay more for that. Yeah, Stop. yeah, 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 I, that yeah. song would not have been in, you know, that wasn't just it. That's just one piece. They sampled her voice through the entire song. Yeah. You know, well, everybody, like,
2: everybody.
4: Yeah, yeah. Come on, son. That like, that's that's some crazy stuff. And, you know, it's one thing crazy when others do it. When we do it to ourselves, come on, like
2: yeah.
4: And what you gonna pretend that wasn't? Come on. And then when there was another video that that um her voice was used and yep. her image was not. And they and, had
2: that little skinny skinny black girl on there from I think she was from Africa. She could barely speak English, more or less. It just wasn't Martha Wash. There's no way in God's green earth that you could even be fooled into thinking that that voice came from that woman.
4: No. No, we didn't have some voices like, you know, back in, particularly in the disco days, because we knew all our divas, honey. Yeah. Distinctively. Mm. We had Donna Summer and Rochelle Fleming, Lita Hathaway. Come on. Too many disco divas. Yeah, you know that were there and and all distinctively sounding and the music was cultivated for them. Then it wasn't cookie cutter, as it is now. You know. Yep. Oh, you yeah, know, South Soul. Remember
2: the South Soul oh, Collection? Yeah. Of course. Of course.
4: You know, we when we went to see Rochelle Fleming
2: uh, at uh, what was the club, Jay? Oh, when we went that night. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the club. <laughs> Ooh, if my mind just
4: went blank for a minute. Um, it'll come to me. I'll I pop barely up remember place. where it was. I, that That's it was, when... It was the meatpacking district. Right. Cielo.
2: Okay, C-L-O. And, and Barbara Tucker invited us down there. Yes, yes,
4: Cielo. Barbara Tucker, that's another Belton. Yep. Belton, babe, yeah, 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 yeah. But do you remember that
2: when... It's not over.
4: Let no man put us on. Oh, my. Honey,
2: let me tell you something. Home. I got something here. Okay? I got something here. That you don't <laughs> never want to turn down. I, turn I got down. something for your mind, body, and soul. In your soul. Every day of my life.
1: Every day of my life.
2: Every day of my Every life. Day of my life. Oh, Y'all heard it here, Javon and Rez getting it back. Yeah. We we gotta get it's Miss Miss Fleming back and tell her that,
4: that we, intro. We... They like that. that him with that was my walking music. I'm surprised to see you. <laughs>
1: i need you.
4: Michelle Fleming and First Choice. Oh. Let no man put us under. Now,
2: in retrospect, Put no
4: those lyrics,
2: though. Hey, Taisha. Yes.
4: What's going on, Taisha? Much love to you.
2: Yes. There's a little
0: stalkerish. Those uh, lyrics.
2: Ah. I'm surprised to see your foot. Okay, 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 okay. I'm okay. surprised
4: to, to see, see your,
2: your suitcase at, the, at door. the door. Let's do this.
4: Remember the good times. Don't, Don't you, want you want some more? more? That's not stalkers. That's it's Not a person. It's not a perfect love, but I'll defend it
2: because, because I, believe I believe what God
4: it was not intended. We've got a to love too good to throw away.
1: Good. Yeah. All right. right. Remember <isphere natuurlijk> the good times,
5: don't you want some
1: more? It's not a perfect love, but I'll defend it. Because I believe in what God intended. We've got a love to It's <inaudible> not over between you and me. It's not over the one we bring. What has been noise become? What's now? Now run oh, away, going away. Yeah. I can hear those lines. It should, yeah, I love but times were better oh, on, yeah. I'm convinced that what it meant to so be it will be even the stars declared that you belong to me we. I love
2: Well that part it's not over
1: Don't wanna don't want free No man put a thunder Now no Don't yes. yes.
2: Of The age of Aquarius, we are in Aquarius season right now. Uh, my personal favorite Aquarian is Dolores Armstrong. I have to say, and you know somebody who's up there pretty high up there is pretty pretty close to you I'd say one of my favorite one another one of my favorites who's been on my mind like crazy only because I know her birthday's coming up coming
4: up. And it's a grand old birthday. It is.
2: Is she going to be like 65? Um, She looks young for 65. You could tell her Mm -hmm. I said that too. Mm -hmm. Tell her that Javon thinks you look very young for 65.
4: I will tell her that.
2: Yes. Yes. She wears it well.
4: I'm going to tell her that and you wait for your text message. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: uh, uh. Sorry, that just tickles me (laughs) You know what? There is a little girl There's a little girl whose mother Keeps putting up these videos of her And for some reason These videos keep Popping up on my page On, I think on Facebook And this little girl reminds me Of Monifa so much The little girl sings and she can sing, and she's cute as a button, and she has these eyes, and she, she just sings happy birthday and sings just different songs, and she's got this little attitude thing going on with her. She's a really cute kid, but for some reason, I just see her like a little Monifa, like, you know, because of her little... I want to say attitude, but it's not like when you say when you say someone has an attitude, it sounds negative. It's not negative. It's um, I want to say maybe it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be negative. Yeah, like it's flair. It's like a little flair that this little girl, has, you know, and she's not taking it from nobody. She's giving. Okay, she's like, but she's very very cute, and she can sing. She can actually. She can hold her own little kid what's your name i don't know next time it, next time she pops up like recently she's been popping up on my page a lot um and today i was like you know what this kid reminds me of somebody i was like she reminds me of monifa so I, I will forward the the video next time okay oh so, yeah
4: but anyway like documentary club kings i want to see that yeah, Rudy Giuliani, um, in his infamy.
2: Um, that, kid, really, that guy is a mess.
4: He's a hot and now. And you know what's funny? He was younger then. And, you know, we knew he had mental health issues, allegedly. Let me just say that. Look at him now. Because when they're not treated, they just get progressive.
2: Look at him now. All I, he, as soon as you say it, his name now, I just see him with the dye. It was like, I'm melting. Like the dye pouring down his face. I or, that his house was so fired. <laughs> or the other disgusting image of him in the Borat video. Did you see that?
4: No, I didn't see Borat, actually. Oh,
2: God. I didn't see the movie. I just saw the clip on, oh. on YouTube, and it just ugh, it makes me shudder just to think of it. He lays on the bed, goes in his pants, reaching for little Mister Peter. Okay. It, it's uh, just too much. It's just too much, and he got caught. Oh. And, but but my thing is, if you if 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 you got Rudy Giulia, Giuliani in that position, and you're videotaping, and you're making a fool out out of him, let him whip it out. Okay. Do the Ew. whole thing, and then post it all over the place. Ew. Not that we need to see all of that, but just take him all the way down so that he can't. What was he saying? He had um. No, I was reaching for my something. You, no, that, that's that wasn't your pocket.
4: I S S M. Easy does it. Have a great week.
2: Yeah, he wasn't going in his pocket. Uh, nasty little thing.
4: Perish the thought, perish the I thought. I know,
2: just nasty, just nasty. Anyway, baby, whatever y'all do this weekend to celebrate your girl, I hope it is um just amazing for her. And um for you as thank well. Thank you. Thank you,
5: thank you, thank you. And you
2: know? As always, we will call and sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, Chino. Hey, Pop. Yeah.
4: Hey, everybody. Have a peaceful, safe rest of your week.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Everybody, good night. Um, There must be something I can play to say good night, right? <sighs> I
3: don't know.
2: I don't have anything prepared. Outro an outro. Party people. See you later. Party people. See you later. We can see you now. I know. And thank God.
5: (laughs) (laughs) And thank goodness I got myself together. Well, you
1: got to because
5: I've been walking around looking like God knows what for, like, three months because it didn't matter. Who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Um, and I felt fabulous, but, yeah.
0: But you were looking the same way, so it's was fine. Um,
1: <laughs> that goes both ways, Exactly. Uh, so like, so I, this is, like, this is too
2: fun to be, you know,
1: to get spruced up, you know. So um,
0: here we go. <laughs> hey, it's your girl, Monifa, and you are tuned into Brunch in the Basement
1: with Javon. Okay, no. Did you just listen to that? We're going to keep that.
2: <laughs> That's all right, but let me get it right. You so know I, so I am, and I'm going to send it right back to y'all. That's what I'm going to do with that.
0: What's up? It's your girl, Monifa, and you're tuned in to Brunch in the
5: Basement with Javon and Therese.
0: Hey, this is Leon. That's right,
4: Leon, from some of your favorite movies, and I'm at Brunch in the Basement
2: with uh, Therese and
0: Javon. Stay here, stay here with me. Stay here, stay here with me. Stay here, stay here with
2: me. Still in the basement, no longer alone. With my homegirl, Terez, on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see, that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard. Somebody say, but it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show.
3: With your and to
2: rest. Yeah. Brunch in the basement. With your and to rest. Yeah. Come yeah. on, yeah. everybody's day. a friend in my head. I already know everybody. You know. <laughs> One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway. <laughs> huh? No, she doesn't. She just, she wasn't even there, actually. But anyway. What time, so. And we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just going to keep and play it all the time for myself. But no, I'm <laughs> just <kidding. laughs>
1: There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at shumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BWU. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.